Hi, you're listening to Book Chat with author Vivian E. Moore. Everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. And welcome to Book Chat. I am your host, author Vivian Moore. I hope everyone had a great week and I hope you are having an even better weekend. All right, so we're going to get straight to today's show. The title is The Hook and the topic is great writing skills. Well, we all know that a strong hook can undoubtedly make a huge difference in writing. And no, I'm not talking about basketball or boxing here, but, uh, you know, although those hooks can be winners too, But what we're talking about today is the art of crafting the perfect opening to your piece, the kind that instantly grabs the reader's attention and keeps them for more. So uh, so first of all, let's talk about uh, the importance of a great hook. So like a uh, a hook shot in basketball or a solid (laughs) right hook in boxing. Uh, a great hook in writing can be a game changer too, okay? So it, it sets the tone uh, for your work and it determines uh, whether you've engaged your readers uh, in a world where uh, attention spans are shrinking. And uh, so uh, so it's a good thing to capture your reader's interest from the beginning because that is just so crucial, all right? So uh, a, a compelling hook does that. It will grab the attention and and something else it does is that it will establish uh, your credibility as a writer, and uh, and also too as an added bonus, it will create that intrigue, and 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 it also sets those expectations uh, for the rest of your piece. Um, so what it does is is what it's supposed to do is is entice the readers uh, to invest their time and emotions in your words. So how many books have you started reading and you stopped reading? Because you just didn't get that, that, that pull that, you know, instantly pulled you into the story uh, because of those first few paragraphs or the first few lines of that paragraph uh, captured, uh, it didn't capture your interest right away. So it's like, okay, well, I'm not reading this book on to the next one. So we don't want that to ever, ever happen. All right. So, uh, you know, a, compel- a compelling book uh, is supposed to grab your attention and, and it's supposed to, um, to keep you there, hold you there, lock you in from beginning to the ending. All right. So first of all, uh, I just want to give a few tips on how to do that. So, um, first of all, you have to master the art of the hook. And I know that sounds, uh, you know, hard, but really it's not. Okay. Um, and if you've read, uh, you know, some good books that just had you from the beginning, you know, had you at hello, <laughs> quote unquote, uh, then those books were designed purposely to hook you, all right, to pull you in. So, um, so I'm going to share with you not only some tips, but also a few examples from some, um, some famous writers that, that mastered the art of the hook. All right. So, so how do great writing skills hook readers, uh, within the first 10 pages? Well, we're about to dive into that. So first of all, 
what you want to do is start with a powerful opening sentence. So uh, if you craft an opening line that immediately, you know, it, it captivates your readers and it, and it makes them curious to know more. And, um, you know, it could be something that's thought provoking or it could be something that's surprising. All right. Or just in just something that's intriguing, like a question or whatever. So um, so let's dive into it a little bit deeper. So the, my first example uh, is and this is a quote. Um, I was destined to be unlucky in life and secondly, see ghosts. Uh, this is an excerpt from Charles Dickens, a tale of compelling, uh, conflict or dilemma. All right. So this is from, uh, and I, and I didn't jot the title of the book down because I didn't want to do all that. All right. I'm just going to be honest with you up front, but I did tell you where the quote was from and who made it. All right. So it was Charles Dickens and you can look it up if you want to, you can simply type in the line I just gave you and it'll take you straight to that book. All right. So, so what he did was he presented uh, a conflict or attention that, you know, it grabs your, 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 your attention. And I am a uh, Charles Dickens fan. And I know that there are plenty other uh, Charles Dickens fans out there. So, um, you know, so if you're a fan, that's why you're a fan because you love the way he writes. He has that, that, that art of, uh, of the hook mastered and it pulls you straight in. But, um, you know, and also what it does is not only does it gain your attention, but it also makes you wonder about how it's going to be resolved. So this could be an internal struggle within a character, you know, that they that they must overcome or a mystery waiting to be unraveled. But, you know, whichever one it is, um, it's that hook that has pulled you in to want to know more about it. All right. So I have another example for you. And uh, this one is from J.R.R. Tolkien. So we know that he is famous for writing those Hobbit books. All right. Uh, so, uh, quote, unquote, in a hole in the ground, they're a Hobbit. All right. So we know that the, the Hobbit itself, it paints a vivid scene uh, and it has very descriptive language within the pages of those books. So, uh, you know, we know that J.R.R. Tolkien uh, uses vibrant descriptions and, and sensory details uh, to create that visual and immersive experience uh, for his readers. Uh, it engaged their senses and it transported them uh, into the world of, of his story. And that was a great thing. I think that is one of the things that hooked me uh, as a, uh, a loyal reader for all of J.R.R. Tolkien's books because I love his writing style and I love the stories that, uh, you know, that he, that he, uh, that he wrote that later became actual movies. And so I, I love the books and I also love the movies. All right. So, uh, so, so far what we've learned is that we need to intrigue readers and, um, and have fascinating characters. All right. So to ensure that they are captivating and, and relatable, um, and have that air of mystery, uh, surrounding them, we need to make our readers curious about their motives and their backgrounds and, and, or the secrets that they hold. All right. So I have, um, I have another example for you, but before we get to that one, um, I want to get to step three. All right. Tip or tip three, and it's to create a sense of urgency or mystery. So, uh, when you establish that sense of urgency or mystery, um, that will compel your readers to keep turning the pages. All right. That's what we want. Right. So, uh, in any unanswered questions or dilemmas that, you know, demand resolution, 
then we know that they will be uh, at the end of that story or at some point in time within that story. So uh, my next example is Call Me Ishmael. Now, if you are familiar with Moby Dick, which the, the book that was written by Herman Melville, then you already know that, um, that, that famous line. All right. <laughs> so I don't have to tell you more, but anyway, that was the way that he grabbed the reader's attention, uh, with starting with that line, with that famous line now. And so, and, and also it was that engaging dialogue that also, uh, kept the readers, uh, you know, in, in, in just intrigued in that story of how it was going to end. So, uh, you know, when you use dialogue to reveal important information about your characters or, um, or advance the plot, that's what it's supposed to do. Uh, you know, and also it adds that, the extra layer, that dynamic and, uh, and then that well-crafted dialogue, you know, it, it is such a powerful tool and, uh, to, to help intrigue your readers and, and to captivate them. And that's what we want to do. We always, always, always want to keep our readers, uh, you know, at the edge of their seats, so to speak. Uh, we want to keep them engaged. We want to keep them intrigued. Uh, we want to keep them fully engrossed in that story. And we have to do that from the very beginning. Um, you have to do that within those first 10 pages of that story. Um, because if you lose them, uh, before they even get to the first 10 pages, then, you know, that's a book that's not going to be read. Um, and, and that is something that, uh, for writers and authors is, <laughs> it's just so disappointing because we feel like we failed our readers, uh, when we can't keep them engaged enough so that they can just get through the first chapter, um, basically, and then move on to the other ones. So the way to do that is the, from the examples that I've given you, um, you know, to, to, to master that art of the hook, um, and to start with that powerful, uh, opening sentence that is so key and it is so vital, excuse me, to do that. Um, and you know, and you'll learn it as you go along. I understand that if you are new to this business, if you are a, a, a new writer and, uh, and you know, you, you haven't fully, these, uh, developed your writing skills yet, they will come over time. You will learn what your readers like and what they don't like, because trust and believe they will tell you <laughs> in those reviews, they will let you know what they don't like and what they, and what they do like. So, um, you know, because we're writing from them, writing for them. We're not writing for ourselves. I mean, it, it, it's our passion and, uh, it's something that we love to do and, and also, you know, to share it with the readers. But, um, but we're writing for them basically. So the stories that we write, um, is, is, is for the reader to entertain them. Um, you know, not so much as to sell books, but to, uh, to feel validated as a writer, to know that you've done something that someone actually liked. And, uh, and not only did they like it, but they, um, you know, they, they, they liked it and, uh, and then they shared it. And so that is so, uh, rewarding as a writer to know that, that you wrote something that was so engaging and so intriguing that the reader could not put the book down. So that's always a plus, uh, in writing anything and, uh, you know, and keeping those readers captivated because you have to do that. You know, it, it's a part that goes along with writing books, telling stories. Um, you know, and I, I've read some books to where, you know, the authors were great writers, but they weren't great storytellers, you know, 
and uh, and that is sort of disappointing. Uh, you know, just saying the least, it's very disappointing. But um, but still, um, I, I hear a siren going off in the background. Oh, it stopped. Okay. <laughs> We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. We get to finish the show today without having to uh, exit the, uh, the building, uh, from, from what, from whatever reason, for whatever reason. So I'm glad that didn't happen. But, uh, so if you hear that in the background, just know that something happened. I don't know what it is, but it, it happened, but we're safe. Okay. I'm safe. I can continue with the show. But anyway, uh, I just love, uh, being able to share these tips with you and, uh, you know, and in writing, you know, having excellent skills to, to hook your readers within the first 10 pages, it is a invaluable asset. All right. And, uh, you know, and it can help you create a powerful impact, you know, right from the start, if you master the art of the hook. All right. And, uh, and incorporate these strategies into your writing. All right. That's a plus. So, you know, so go ahead and grab your reader's attention with an opening that leaves them wanting more. All right. So happy writing to all of my writers out there and to all of the readers out there, and to all of the listeners out there that took time out of your day to listen to today's episode. I appreciate it. And not only that, I hope that you will continue to listen, to like, and to share because that's, that's vital too. <laughs> that is so vital for me and uh, for the progress of book chat. Um, like I said, so much of who I am goes into this show on a weekly basis and, uh, and it, it just gives me hope. It gives me strength. It encourages me to continue to do what I love to do. I, you know, I love to write, but I also love to, uh, you know, share my experience with you, uh, to offer these tips and, and, uh, and ideas and, you know, and sometimes it's good to get that feedback, you know, to let me know what you're listening to, what you like, what you don't like, uh, because that's very helpful. Uh, constructive criticism is a, it's a must because it helps you, it helps direct you to your weaknesses and your strengths. So just like I say, every, every week, tell those how you feel about them the most, uh, today, because tomorrow's not promised. It may be the only chance you get to say it. So on that, on that note, I love you. I hope you love me back until the next time you hear my voice. God bless you and goodbye. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.